Welcome to More Living with Jim Brogan, your source of information for living the best years of your life, your way. For more than a decade, host Jim Brogan and his expert guests have come together each week to share important news and advice that can impact the lives and well-being of those who are retired and those nearing retirement. Learn about issues like health and fitness, financial planning, social security benefits, investment advice, and more. And now, here's the host of More Living, Jim Brogan. Good morning, East Tennessee, and welcome to More Living with Jim Brogan, where it's all about living the best years of your life your way. I hope you are enjoying your Easter weekend. It's been beautiful. The last couple of days since Monday, Thursday, of course, I know we got storms rolling in tomorrow, but I hope you're having a great weekend with your family and uh, really taking some time to think about the sacrifice and what um, Jesus actually paid for us so that we can have hope. Um, I know things are, uh, you know, have been a real challenge in the last few weeks with what's been going on with our health crisis, how that's affected the markets and our financial planning. I just want to encourage you that uh, there are things you can be doing. Uh, Luckily, with the markets, with the rally in the last couple of weeks, there's a lot more flexibility that you may have in making sure to secure your financial plan. You know, the government is working to assist Americans in business directly in a number of ways. So, of course, a couple weeks ago, President Trump signed into law the CARES Act, the Coronavirus Aid, Relief, and Economic Security Act, Uh, to help Americans in the wake of the coronavirus pandemic. And then, of course, the Federal Reserve has been stepping up and injecting a lot of cash into the system. They did another $2.3 trillion this past week. Now, in the CARES Act, uh, there's this one-time payment of up to $1,200 per individual or $2,400 for couples, plus the the, the additional $500 per child, for those within the income thresholds. Now, retirees and Social Security recipients are also eligible for payments. That's something I've been getting some questions about. A lot of retirees are not aware that if they're drawing Social Security, they still are otherwise eligible. There's no age limitation or income limitation, or there's nothing that says you have to be working. Um, And... On the Social Security side, you might can get benefits whether or not you're normally filling out a tax return. Eligibility is based on 2019 tax returns or on the 2018 tax return if you haven't filed your 2019 tax return yet. Now, the federal government is also helping retirees by suspending required minimum distributions for 2020. So if you haven't taken an RMD for 2020 yet, you do not have to. This also applies to inherited retirement accounts. This provides more time for account balances to recover from the market drop and also gives the opportunity for a tax break. Because if you, you know, if you did withdraw, you'd be locking in your losses and paying tax on the amount distributed from your retirement account. Now, both of these things provide us with opportunities in our financial planning, even in retirement with the stimulus check, how you handle Social Security election, and also handle you how you handle your RMDs. Now, there's also relief available for small businesses through the Economic Injury Disaster Loans 
uh, and the Paycheck Protection Loans. And the Small Business Administration is working to get grants and loans to small businesses with under 500 employees for nonprofits, for churches, and for veterans organizations. And then, of course, there are unemployment enhancements uh, among the many things that are in the CARES Act. Now, no one knows when this coronavirus crisis will be over, but that doesn't mean there aren't steps you can take right now to protect your financial security. You know, markets are volatile, markets are chaotic, but there are still things you can be doing to get your financial plan in place to protect your ability to retire on your terms or if you're already retired, to protect your ability to stay retired successfully. Now, in today's show, we're going to talk about the required minimum distribution suspension for 2020 and how you can use that in your financial planning and in your tax planning. We're also going to talk about cyber threats during this pandemic that you need to be aware of as you stay at home and get online more often. We're also going to talk about a biotech company and how it is working on a coronavirus vaccine and is already in trials. Bill Gates is helping fund them and a couple of other biotech companies. But first, we're going to talk about the Social Security benefits and the fact that you can receive a stimulus payment even if you're on Social Security. So let's go back into that for a little bit. Um, You know, that's something I think a lot of retirees are just really not aware of. The stimulus check does not discriminate based on your age or your working status. So it's purely built on income. You know, if you're a single taxpayer and your adjusted gross income, and that is the number they're looking at, is adjusted gross income. And on your tax return, that is the number prior to your standard deduction or your itemized deduction. So the adjusted gross income is prior to deductions, okay? If it's under 75000 and you're a single filer, you get the full $1,200 uh, on the stimulus check. If you're a married couple, if you file jointly and you're under 150000 you get the full stimulus, which would be $2,400. Also, for those of you with children at home, um, it's $500 per child. So you may have heard, you know, a family of four can get a $3,400 stimulus check because you've got $1,200 per person for each adult and $500 for each child. However, the child has to be 16 years or younger. They cannot be 17 or 18. Or if you're claiming a ch- an adult child, let's say you've got a college student, you know, they're not 16 or younger. If they're being claimed as a dependent on your tax return, they cannot get their own stimulus check. So just be aware of those rules. Now, then it phases out. Um, if you're a single filer, $75,000 up to $99,000, uh, it phases out. So if you make more than $99,000, you are not going to get any stimulus check. But a married couple, it starts to phase out. You get a partial payment at between 150 and 198,000 of adjusted gross income. Okay? If you're making more than 198,000, then the stimulus check, uh, you will not be getting that. Now there are some uh yeah, so that's that's kind of how those rules work. Now then they're going to look at your your 2019 tax return 
if you have already filed your tax return. They're going to look at that adjusted gross income. However, if you have not filed your 2019 tax return, they're going to look at your 2018 tax return. Well, what if there's a pretty big difference in your income on your 2018 tax return versus your 2019 tax return? Now, keep in mind for 2019, they've extended our tax deadline. We now have until July 15th to file that 2019 tax return. Well, what if your income in 2019 was substantially lower? Like, what if you were over the 150000 in 2018, but in 2019, um, you're, you know, you're, you would be under the, I'm not sure I said that right. What if you're over the 150000 in 2018, and in 2019, you're going to be under the 150000 Well, you want to get that tax retire, return filed quickly because then the stimulus check, which you're going to be going out, those checks are going to be going out pretty quickly, especially on direct deposit. You probably want to go ahead and get that thing filed. Now, on the same token, what if your 2019 taxes, your your adjusted gross income is higher than it was in 2018? haven't filed that return yet, then um, there's a stimulus check is going to be made on your 2018 tax return. You know, I was talking with a client just this past week about this very thing. They had gotten their 2019 tax return finished by their CPA, and their CPA and their tax return had gone up in 2019. It was over 150000 But in 2018, they, their adjusted gross income was under 150000 So they would have gotten a partial phase out if they filed that 2019 tax return with the higher income. So their CPA had counseled them, hey, we've completed your return. We know what it looks like, but let's hold off right now. We've got until July 15th. Uh, let's hold off because that stimulus check, the $1,200 per person, is going to, if we hold off, will be based on your 2018 tax return. So, you know, that's just good, makes good tax planning that you need to just be aware of. You should be working with your CPA your tax professional around that kind of thing. I mean, your CPA should be talking to you about those potential benefits and knowing when should you be filing your tax return. Now, what if your income's been so low and you're drawing Social Security and you haven't been filing a tax return? Well, typically, you need to have filed a 2018 or 2019 tax return. But the Social Security office has provided some clarity that Social Security beneficiaries who are not typically retired of, required to file tax returns will not need to file an abbreviated tax return to receive payments. And if you've got direct deposits set up with your Social Security benefits, then stimulus payments would be automatically deposited. The IRS will use the information on your SSA 1099 form or your RBR 1099 form to generate your payment. Okay. Now, I'm not a tax professional, so if you really have some nitty-gritty questions about that stimulus check and about the direct deposit stuff, reach out to your accountant and get those things answered. But now, this gives you some opportunities. You know you've got this stimulus check coming. 
You know, if you're a married couple, that's $2,400 if you're retired. And if you have a dependent child that's 16 years old or younger, you will get an extra 500 per child. Um, I've got a couple of clients that fit that category, even though they're retired. I know most of you, if you're retired, you don't actually have that. But, you know, this gives you an opportunity with some cash flow where you can be looking at what's going on in the markets right now. Markets are very choppy. You don't want to be selling investments uh, to take income in the teeth of this kind of volatility. So this gives you some tax planning that you can do or some financial income planning you can do knowing you're getting this tax-free stimulus check. So, you know, this is the kind of thing that when laws evolve and acts of Congress are passed, and tax incentives are created. You need to have a plan to stay on top of these things to take advantage of them. Now, I have a blog on my website about the CARES Act specifically. It's a video blog, and it outlines these things. If you go to broganfinancial.com and you click on blog, you can hear I've actually put out several blogs in the last three or four weeks. One of them is about the CARES Act, it's basically what you need to know about the CARES Act in under five minutes. So I would urge you to go and you can watch that video and get more information about some of these benefits. Now, when we come back, we're going to talk about the suspension of the required minimum distribution in 2020 and how you can use that to more effectively plan in your finances moving forward, both for now and years coming forward. How can you use the suspension in 2020 effectively? So don't go away. You're listening to More Living with Jim Brogan, only on News Talk 98.7 WOKI. You are listening to More Living with Jim Brogan. During the week, Jim is a financial advisor, an author and speaker with an MBA from the University of Tennessee who specializes in helping people in or near retirement plan for the next phase of their lives. You can reach Brogan Financial during the week at 865-862-6800 or on the web at broganfinancial.com. And now, here's Senior Market Advisor Magazine's 2011 National Advisor of the Year and host of More Living, Jim Brogan. Welcome back to More Living here on News Talk 98.7 WOKI. I'm your host, Jim Brogan, and we're talking about the CARES Act that was passed a couple of weeks ago, and we're hitting a couple of those highlights. Uh, In this segment, we're going to talk about the suspension of required minimum distributions. And this is kind of a big deal. You know, it makes sense. Account balances were up on December 31st, and those balances are what are used to determine the, re- the amount of your required minimum distribution. And now your account balances are way down, right, on your monies that are invested in the market, in the stock market. So the, the minimum distribution is for people who uh, are over age, you know, starting the year you turn 72, you have to start taking money out of your retirement accounts, your IRAs, your 401ks, your 403bs. The only exception is if you have uh, a company plan and you're still working uh, and participating in that company plan, the IRS says you do not have to take a minimum distribution from that company plan. Now, you do have to check with your company plan and make sure that it, they do not require an RMD, but the IRS says you don't have to do that. But everybody else does have to. Now, they had raised that age. It used to be 70 and a half, 
The only exception this year is if you had turned 70 and a half in 2019, you would have had an RMD this year. However, there is no requirement this year. Also, if you have inherited a retirement account, you do not have an RMD this year if you, you know, have an inherited IRA. So this gives us some really good tax planning opportunities. Um, the penalty for failing to take an RMD is typically 50% of what you should have taken but didn't. So now we don't have to worry about that. So now you don't have to sell your investments if they've performed poorly recently. You don't have to sell them while they're down. Because if you were withdrawing that risk investments, those risk investments, you lock in your losses and pay tax on the amount distributed from your traditional retirement account. So how can you avoid withdrawing funds? So this kind of brings up several uh, ideas here. One is it underscores the need for a secure income plan in volatile markets. See, it makes sense that we don't want to take an RMD from accounts that are sharply down in value. We don't want to be selling off those investments and then spending the money because then that money will never, ever come back because you've spent it as income. See, it's you never want to sell something when it's down and spend it. It's okay to sell something when it's down and reinvest it, but you don't ever want to sell it when it's down and spend it, but that's what you would have to be doing. So this kind of under, we all kind of get that. This underscores the need for a secure income plan. You know, you don't want to be living on investments that are going in the short term, that are going up and down in value every month and every week and every day, because inevitably they will be sharply down as they are now if you're invested in the stock market. And then you're having to sell them off while they're down, and that'll compound the loss. So part of a fundamental financial plan is to have a few years' worth of stable, secure investments that you can draw from to provide income, that when you draw from them, they are not down in value. And, and it's critical. It, this is one of the most important things in terms of planning for volatile markets like what we're seeing right now. Is that, I mean, ideally, I like to, when you're approaching retirement, I want to see five to seven years of stable, secure income sources, meaning when we're in, a, in the midst of a bear market like this, you don't have to touch those market investments. You can be living on your safe money. So what you could do is kind of be thinking that you're safe, you know, think of everything you save and invest as going into one of two buckets of money. One bucket is your safe money bucket, and the other bucket is your risk money bucket. Um, the safe money bucket, let's define these. Those are things that are very stable and secure. They're either guaranteed. Now, if they're guaranteed, you've got to look at who's backing the guarantee, or they're very, very stable. Uh, just so you know, bond funds, unless they're very, very short-term bonds, bond funds do not go in this bucket because bond funds do, can go down when interest rates go up. There's an interest rate sensitivity. Or when there's a, a really, really big market downturn like in March, bond funds went, most bond funds did go down in March. But most bond funds go, to go in the risk bucket. And then the risk bucket has, you know, risk of, of principal, but it has more growth potential. So most retirees or soon-to-be retirees need a pretty good mix of both of these buckets. 
But your think of your safe money as your live on money over the next several years. Your risk money is your leave on money. You're going to leave it alone for growth. So see, you're not living on that money right now. And that's crucial in a volatile, choppy market. Now, if you haven't already done that, and you're either retired or getting ready to retire, uh, I think you need to go about creating a financial plan to secure that income at least for two or three years, if not four years. Now, developing, there's no reason you can't be developing a financial plan right now today. That doesn't mean you're necessarily going to sell off all of your investments and buy all new stuff. It just means you're going to start working towards your goal of having a secure retirement plan. So it kind of underscores this idea that, hey, you don't have to take a required minimum distribution this year because your market investments are probably down a good bit. It underscores the fundamental logic of having an income plan that secures income in the short term. And if you don't have that, I would urge you to develop that. Now, that is what we do at Brogan Financial. And don't mean that take that to mean, you know, we're, we're fee-based. So, you know, when people come see us, we're not trying to focus on, oh, we need to sell this and buy this so we can get a commission. No, that's not it at all. We're focusing on putting a financial plan in place to secure your ability to retire successfully or if you're already retired to maintain that successful retirement plan. That could be in a choppy market. You're holding on to a lot of your stuff you have right now, but you've got to secure some short-term income. Now, I do want to invite you to my upcoming class. You know, normally the class is called Financial Survival for Retirement. But but this is a special class, which is Retirement Planning in the Age of COVID-19. And it is coming up at the end of April, April the 28th and May the 5th. Two successive Tuesday nights. It'll be two hours each of those nights, April 25th. And May the 5th, it's a virtual...